Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. If you're looking to replace your job income, houses take a long time to do that. However, you can get comfortable, whether it's small apartments or a single family house, You really just need to get the ball rolling. Before we get into today's episode, I want to offer you a free service and a free gift. Yes, a free gift. You're a loyal best ever listener. You deserve free gifts. And it's from our best ever partner, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. So are you a landlord or investor who's self-managing? Well, if you're self-managing, is that the best way to scale your business? And are you fulfilled by self-managing or would you rather be doing other stuff with your time? Like, I don't know, scaling your business, scaling your portfolio, making more money, bringing more rentals, rental income coming in because you're acquiring more properties. If you want to scale, if you're not getting fulfilled by self-managing, then here comes a free service. Here comes a free gift. Linda Libatory, you know her, episode 714 I interviewed her about her best ever advice, talked to her about her company, which is the solution to your problem, Secure Pay One, the landlord helper. They handle the phone calls, they handle the rent collections, they handle late payment reminders, they handle the lease violation notices, everything from the text messages, reminders, all the way to collecting the ACH payments. Linda's team will help you scale your business, whether you've got 500 units or even a handful of units, go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. They're going to give you a free 30-minute goal strategy session. They'll give you free setup and the first 30 days free, mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Again, if you are self-managing and you're not fulfilled by self-managing and you agree that there's a better way to scale your business, scale your investments, then go to mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Take Linda and her team up on their generous offer of giving you a trial and a strategy session to see if it's right for you. Mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. With us today, Brad Tasha. How you doing, Brad? Great. Uh, thanks for having me, Joe. My pleasure. Nice to have you on the show. And this is going to be a fun interview because you have a full-time job, but yet you've got quite the experience from a multifamily standpoint. A little bit about Brad. He began investing in 2011, and he got his first property, a 12-unit, in 2015. 
and his largest being a 63-unit deal in September of 2016. He is based in Detroit, Michigan. And with that being said, Brad, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and your focus? Sure. I grew up in the Detroit, Michigan area. My background is that I went to college for automotive engineering, and I've been doing that since 2000. So my day job career has been in the engineering world, which I I definitely enjoy cars and engineering, but the the day-to-day grind is really what had me looking into the real estate world. And I've dove in both feet and I'm looking to do that full-time here shortly. And I love real estate, everything about it and what it can do for us. How many hours a week are you working at your full-time job? Right now, I would say probably in the 45 to 50 range. You're working 45 to 50 hours. And what's your real estate portfolio look like? We have 112 units at the moment. 110 multifamily and two houses that we're going to be selling those two houses off this year. And then we've also got a 50-unit syndication on contract that will get us up to 160. Mm. Where are they based? All in Michigan. So we have some in Monroe, Michigan, which is about 45 minutes south of Detroit. And then we have the majority of the rest are in Lansing, Michigan, so the capital of Michigan and then a few in a subdivision in the city of Fowlerville, Michigan. How many are Monroe, Lansing, and Fowlerville? We've got 24 in Monroe, 23 in Fowlerville, and the balance would be in Lansing. So I guess that'll be 113 shortly. Okay, cool. Lansing has been a market that you've clearly had some success in. How far away is it driving distance from you? About one hour. Okay. How did you build the team and find the properties in Lansing? First, we got a property on contract that we found from a broker, and we jumped on it, got it under contract. Then we interviewed about 10 or 12 different property management companies and narrowed it down to one that was really the leader in the city. So that's where we found the property manager, which is one of the key players in our team. And then our mortgage guy. We found him from a colleague from some meetups in the area. So he's actually down in Monroe, but he's funded most of our purchases. So By finding the debt financing? Yeah, the bank financing. It's a credit union. Okay. Which one? Monroe County Community Credit Union is the one we use. They've been fantastic to work with. What type of terms do you get with them? Generally, most of them have been under a million. One was over a million. So these are recourse loans. We're not quite to the non-recourse area yet. So these terms are 20% down, four and a quarter, four and a half percent, 20 year amortization. They're a five year term with a rate adjustment at five years and then five years fixed again. So it's a 10 year loan, but with two different rates. 20% down. Are these properties ones that you put money into to improve or is there a different business model that you do? Each of the complexes is a little bit different. My first ones in Monroe were pretty much turnkey. They were built in 2006, 7, and 8. They were very nice units. They even got new roofs recently because of a Mm hailstorm. So those ones, I really didn't need any capital at all. So I was comfortable with that as my first apartments. Then the second one, we've got some construction going on because one was just a shell 
a six unit that was full, a six unit shell. So we've got a lot of construction going on with that one. And then the 63 and the 23 units after that were some light capital work, but really not a lot. How are you financing the light capital work? The one that we've got a fair amount of capital in, we have a construction loan. The ones that are light capital are just coming out of cash flow. It's light enough where we delayed taking distributions from them for a few months, and we just used the first few months of cash flow for that. And does Monroe County Community, what is it, Monroe County? Community Credit Union. Community Credit. I knew I was missing a word. I was like, wait, <laughs> Monroe County yeah. Community Union, Community Credit Union, do they have Three they, yep. yeah, yeah, have they done both of those loans in Lansing, even mm-hmm. though they're in Monroe? Yes. Once we were performing on the first couple, they will go fund anything anywhere for us with the right financials. Excellent. Okay. What lessons have you learned in the lending approval or the overall process while working with the credit union to get these properties financed? In in particular, the 63 unit. Well, it's uh, definitely getting the debt coverage service ratio is one of their number one things to get right. That one in particular, they liked a lot because it's a senior apartment complex. So they enjoyed that one. They actually gave us 25-year amortization on that one, which helped bump the cash flow up a little bit because it's a senior. It's not assisted living, but it's an independent senior living facility where we take 55 and older people. I guess banks seem to really like that. That was one lesson we learned with that. And really, as long as you hit the debt service coverage ratio, you have a, a proven team. Even if you don't have the experience, you get a property manager that's very good with the area and the type of property you're using. Uh, they put the property ahead of the person. That's what I love about apartment investing is you're not doing everything on your own credit. It's the building itself, the property, and your team really make it work. Let's talk about the 63 unit that I believe you said you got from a broker. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's was, correct. Was it, was it publicly marketed? Yes, it was. This one was through Burcadia. They're pretty big in our area. So it came on LoopNet, the place where most deals go to die, but we got it the first day on market. We went full price on it, got it under contract. And the reason we were happy with how they priced it was because they have 70% expenses to collected (laughs) rent. Wow. So there was so much opportunity to improve the management and just gain equity immediately. So the building was in really good shape. It was just run poorly. Yeah, please elaborate. Keep talking about that. How would you knock it down from 70% to whatever percentage you ended up with? The main thing we did was they had an on-site property manager, so a full-time property manager that was there from 8 to 5 every day, and they had a full-time maintenance guy, and then another part-time maintenance guy, all on payroll. So their payroll expense was 90 thousand dollars which is insane for this size of a building. It just didn't make sense at all. A 63 unit is far too small for that much on-site support. So the property manager that we found is based in Lansing also. They have a bunch of maintenance guys on site, and they have a property manager that runs our building and then a couple other smaller ones as well. 
so we're not paying their entire salary. So it's a real easy drop-in, a better management style, and more of an industry standard system, and boom, you just gained a bunch of equity and cash flow. Mm-hmm. You said it was 90 what? Call it 95 grand maybe, and now it's roughly 25. <laughs> so that was an easy turnaround one for us. Wow. 95,000, 25,000, that's a difference of $70,000. Exactly. And and they still had a lot of maintenance, maybe a 10% maintenance cost as well. So I don't even know how you would think they would save money by having the on-site staff on the actual maintenance cost, but they didn't. So Mm -hmm. it was just wasted money. And what's the cap rate in the area? Generally, I would say that area is about a eight cap, maybe. So it's eight hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars worth of value that was created. Yeah, sounds about right. Wow, this was a it was a home run. Yeah. See, this is why I love doing the show because a lot of multifamily investors are complaining about how they can't find deals. Where are you finding deals? You found it on LoopNet. Now, you made an offer the very first day, so you pounced on it, but you immediately were well-versed enough to know that the expenses were out of whack, and you offered full price, and you got into it. And usually, the people who are complaining about there's no deals out there, they're also the same ones who aren't going to make a full price offer on a deal the very first day. They're going to take more time to analyze it. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You do have to make sure that you're comfortable with your offer, but you were prepared enough so that when you did see something, you jumped on it. So you made an offer the first day. When did you officially have it under contract? Within a day or two of that. Letter of intent anyway. Okay. All right. So you had an agreed upon letter of intent within a couple days. Yes. But you submitted your letter of intent, your LOI, the first day, and it was a full price offer. Correct. And prior to submitting the LOI on the first day, did you receive the trailing 12 financials and the current rent roll? We got the financials, but we did not have the rent roll yet. We received that in due diligence. Okay. So you were able to make the full price offer. Was this the first property that you were buying in Lansing? Yes, it was. How did you have the comfort level to buy a property? It's only an hour away from where you live, but still, it's in a market that you don't have property in. How were you able to feel comfortable doing that? Well, the part of our due diligence was definitely researching the area. So we spoke with all the property managers and some local police stations and some people that we knew that lived in the area. So that was a big part of our due diligence. Both me and my partner, Mark, we're both from this general area. So we have a lot of contacts in the area. So we also know the city a little bit, but we knew who to talk to about how the area is doing. We did our online research, talking with people and putting the data together. Cool. Let's talk about your 50 units that you said that you have right now under contract that you're syndicating. Exactly, yep. Okay. Prior to these 50 units, did you use your own funds and that's it? Or it sounds like you had a business partner or two? 
Yeah, we have a 50-50 partner on the 63 units, 23 units, and then one of the 12 units. But it was all of our own personal funds. We didn't have any passive investors on any of those deals. So this 50 unit is our first real syndication. Mm -hmm. Tell us about how you're structuring it. Me and my partner, Mark, we are syndicating this one. And it looks like we're probably just going to have one investor. We had planned on having about six or so investors. But one of the first ones we spoke with said that they wanted the whole deal. So it looks like there's a good chance that we might just go with one investor, which is really going to turn out to be more of a partnership than a full PPM kind of syndication. Mm -hmm. What type of structure do you think you'll do with them? Basically, this is a similar deal to that 63 unit where this one is actually 75% expensive. So it's just <laughs> as crazy, not run very well. So there's plenty of profit here. So we're basically splitting the profit 50-50 on this one, and the investors are putting in all the money. Okay, so you won't put in any of your own money? Correct. We found the deal. We're signing on the loan. We're getting the financing. We're getting the property management in place and running it. So that's what we're bringing to the table. How'd you find this 50 unit? This was an off-market one that we found. My partner found this one on a, just a local Facebook real estate group. Someone said, anyone interested in a 50 unit in Lansing off-market? We said yes, got it under contract, and here we are. A Facebook real estate group. Please elaborate. <laughs> yeah. There's plenty of real estate groups all over the country, but this is a local one that we had, and someone piped in and asked if anyone was interested. It wasn't an apartment-specific one or anything, and we jumped on it. Based on your experience, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Just get started one way or another. I got started in single-family houses. It's a lot less intimidating, so I can definitely see starting there with a rental house or two or just so that you kind of get the idea of how renting real estate works. And then from there, apartments let you scale so much faster. So if you're looking to replace your job income, houses take a long time to do that. However, you can get comfortable, whether it's small apartments or a single family house, you really just need to get the ball rolling. And then once you get more comfortable, it's crazy how fast you can grow your portfolio. How were you notified of the broker deal that got placed on LoopNet, the 63 units? I just had a search on there for the area that I was interested in and the price range that I was interested in, and it popped up in my email, called the broker right away, got right out there and checked it out, and really jumped on it fast. You were subscribed to their newsletter, and you received the email from the broker, and that's how you were notified? I got the notification through LoopNet, so it wasn't yeah. off-market or anything like that. So I had not worked with that broker before, so it was just a free LoopNet subscription, I guess. And you put a search in there, an automated search, and get emails when something new pops in there. Okay, so you just signed up via LoopNet, said what you're looking for, and you got notified when something was posted. Exactly. Cool. What about... The 50 units, you saw, were you the person who saw the post in Facebook? No, my partner Mark found that one. Okay, your partner Mark found it, and what were the immediate next steps? 
the immediate next steps for that one was that he was actually going to be out of town the next week. So I went out and checked it out. And initially, I'll, I thought I'll the area after. wasn't going to... This one, we kind of drug our feet on a little bit, honestly. Probably about a week after. I think they were feeling the off-market before listing it. If they didn't sell it off-market, they were going to list it with a broker. But we were actually kind of dragging our feet on this one. And that actually worked to our advantage. I didn't think the area would be all that great from my previous knowledge of the city. And then I went out there and was pleasantly surprised, talked to the property manager. He told me the same thing. That's actually a pretty good rental area. So really in this particular case for negotiating, dragging our feet actually helped us out. What do you have it under contract for? We have it under contract for $1.125 million. So it's $22.5 a door, and the average rent is about 660 a unit. So it's the same kind of high expense deal as our 63 unit. So we're going to put the same property manager in there as our 63. This is really only about three miles down the road from our other one. So it drops right into our system. And how did you gain the credibility necessary with the broker on the 63 unit since that was the largest deal you had done and you weren't local, you didn't have any property in the area? Yeah, that's a good question. Basically, I think it was just talking the lingo. We knew some of the same people, proof of funds. We had a property manager picked out. Beyond that, it was just talking with the broker and telling him that we know the next steps. We know what we're doing. And what we said we were going to do, we did each step of the way. So it just showed competence, generally, I would say. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Sure. All right. Well, let's do it then. First, though, a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you an investor who self-manages, talks to your residents, collects checks, and handles all the day-to-day tasks? Well, there's a better way, best ever listener, and guess what? That better way is Secure Pay One. Secure Pay One, the landlord helper, will have conversations over the phone with your residents whenever there's an issue, and the residents can pay you directly. So schedule your free trial and 30-minute session today at mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. That's mylandlordhelper.com forward slash Joe. The Target Market Insights podcast is just that, a show solely dedicated to help you learn about target markets through the people successfully shaping them. The show features professionals who work directly with the audience and market you want to connect with in real estate. Listen and subscribe today at TargetMarketInsights.com. That's TargetMarketInsights.com. Best ever book you've read? I would say a Millionaire Real Estate Investor. That really got me going into real estate hard. Best ever deal you've done? The 63 unit in Lansing with the 70% expenses. What's a mistake you've made on a transaction? I would say I spent too much in lawyer fees on my first deals. They were coming to closing with me. I spent a lot on legal on that one that I really didn't need to. What's the best ever way you like to give back? Coaching, I would say. Friends, and I'm actually starting into a coaching program here where I will be coaching apartment investors just like what I'm doing here. What's the best ever way that you would tell someone who has done single families, they're ready to do multi, but they can't find deals. What's the best ever advice you'd give that person? They are out there. Keep looking. Network with brokers. You can 
direct mail, if you like, right to owners. LoopNet, people say they're not out there, but they do pop up. So just look everywhere and keep on it. And Facebook groups. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's, this is true. Was the person presenting the 50 units a wholesaler or was that the owner? He's a part owner. It's a syndication and he owned a piece of it. Best ever way the best ever listeners can get in touch with you. They can email me. It's B-R-A-D-T-A-C-I-A at gmail.com. Or I also have started a Facebook group called Apartment Investors of Michigan. So go ahead and join that. And we have a fair amount of information sharing on that site as well. Brad, thank you for being on the show talking about these multifamily deals that you are getting in a time when I hear a lot of complaining from multifamily investors about how there's not any good deals. And especially with your background, because you have a full-time job and you were able to get a deal, a 63 unit from a broker without having gotten one that large before. So you showed the credibility, you had the things lined up, and then you acted on it almost instantaneously where you submitted the LOI that day. It's a case study for how to act and approach getting deals in some markets that are hot or the deals are few and far between. So thanks for sharing your story and also talking about your business plan with each of the deals and reducing the expenses. So thanks for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Joe. The Target Market Insights Podcast is just that, a show solely dedicated to help you learn about target markets through the people successfully shaping them. The show features professionals who work directly with the audience and market you want to connect with in real estate. Listen and subscribe today at TargetMarketInsights.com. That's TargetMarketInsights.com.